my tribe. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Rosavia. And this is Objectively Typed, a podcast where we explore the objective personality system. Uh, today, we're going to just have a casual conversation about typing and kids. So identifying a kid's type, what can we see when, when do different parts of the type, um, you know, start to show themselves or develop. So this one is more kind of like what we've experienced in the kids in our life and, and just kind of thinking about it and brainstorming about it. Any Anything else you want to say before we... No, I think that about covers it. Yeah, so so a little background, like I was telling Versavia before we started recording, this was like one of the first things I personally was really interested in when I first got into like the OPS class. Like, I think my very first email to Dave and Shannon was like, what do you guys see with kids? Like, do you t- can you type a kid? Like, what can you do? And there's different opinions out there in the Myers-Briggs and typology space about when certain functions develop. Um, how they develop and so forth. And so like, I'm not a, I'm not a typologist, like professionally. I don't know. Are there professional typologists? I don't well, even know. Well, I mean, Myers-Briggs is a business, MBTI. MBTI is a business, but yeah. I'm saying like, I don't know if there's like people who, I don't know, in academia, in academia who like stu- study. Guess, yeah. Anyway, what is there for that? <laughs> yeah. I guess my preface to that is like, I haven't, you know, I haven't like exhaustively studied this. I have two kids. I have two kids and I've watched them. I've talked to other people. So like, that's, that's about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, just, you know, because this is the kind of stuff that I want, let's, uh, let's give some sensory to, to our listeners. So how old yeah. are your kids? My kids are five and not quite two. I always forget how old the second one is. Cause he's the second kid. He's like 21 <laughs> months or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I always joke about how like, I don't, I don't actually know. He's over a year and a half and not quite two. <laughs> Um, and I have, so the kids in my life are, I don't have any kids of my own, but I have a niece and a nephew and, um, my niece is, she's I think, a couple weeks younger than Jay and my nephew is four months. And then also I was a teacher for six years. So I had oh, some experience with kids, but it was before I discovered MBTI. So like, I wasn't constantly trying to type all the kids in my life the way that, yeah. you know, now we move through the world, we meet somebody and we're constantly like, whoa, hello, EP. I know, I cannot, I, I cannot turn it off at all. So yes. it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like frustrating. I'm like, it's ah, a blessing I, and a curse. I know. So, and then I've also had conversation with Shannon and I think she mentioned this in our interview with her, um, which she has an eight-year-old son, I believe yeah, he's eight, yeah. right? And they've said that like, they could see his, his functions, uh, his savior functions really, really early on um like as a baby yeah and so yeah what hits you and when it hits you yeah so we want to talk a little bit about that like what we've seen with the kids in our lives um yeah so I guess we'll just we just jump in I, yeah. I guess um yeah like so I know maybe we'll go like age-wise like as a baby okay you know yeah. what because I know that from talking to Shannon she said that with her son she could kind of see that st and well masculine te also like yeah, even as a baby that yeah because yeah. it's very like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> which is interesting because yeah. I'm seeing something similar with my niece and my nephew like when my niece was born the two-year-old like she just so much masculine FI coming yeah. off of that girl. Like, you do not move her emotions. You smile at her, she'll be like, okay, and what do you want with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My nephew, very feminine feeling. Like, you smile at him and he smiles right back. Like, yeah, and he's, he's like, it's almost like he has FE, except if he has FE, I don't know where it's coming from because. You know, I don't know. Well, and I guess like that's another aspect of this is I don't I don't know where the type comes from anyway. (laughs) Like, I mean, they they kind of link it to the genetics. And so like you do wonder, but I don't I don't know that it's inherited. I don't know that, you know, Luis and I both being on TEFI doesn't mean that our kid's not going to be TEFI. Yeah, of course. Who knows? And I mean, Um, there's so much more to it than that. There's grandparents, aunts and uncles and all of that factoring in. Yeah, forever back to the beginning of time. Yeah, so, so, yeah. I think that's an interesting question. Like, if we're talking about children and type, there has to be a certain assumption of, do we put stock in type coming from biology, at least to a degree? Mm -hmm. I don't think you and I have ever talked about that. Um, Yeah, I don't know if we have. Like, and and I kind of do, well, okay, I'll say it this way. (laughs) Okay. I'll say it this way. I think that you're like born with your deck of cards, like your yeah. type is you you're, you come in with it. And then the way that the like, so the world happens to you and you're going to respond to certain things because of your type, you know, like I know right. there's some people that kind of feel like, you know, it's the whole nature nurture question, right? And it's like, 
I do think that you come preloaded with some sort of programming. So you, you think know? there's there there is a a definite nature component to it because some people yeah. think it's all nurture. Right. Right. I know I'm definitely on the more I, I I key it more towards nature. I do. Okay. I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think I do too. So I guess dear listener, that's those are the biases we're coming in with. Like the, <laughs> exactly. the, those are the expectations we bring yeah. to the table with this. Yeah, the, with yeah, this conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I know like like my husband, I mean he's not into this stuff, but obviously I talk about it enough that like he can't yeah, help him. Yeah. You know, he just kind of And I know he kind of thinks there's more of a nurture aspect. Like he thinks yeah. he does think that his childhood shaped the way he is today mm-hmm. whereas i i agree with and, and david shannon fall on this on the more na- nature side too of like the same things can happen to the siblings in a household but each sibling's going to act differently about it or take something different from that same yeah. experience yeah. because of their type right like i mean he's an ip so he's like Everybody was out to get me as a kid. You don't even know, <laughs> you know, and, he, yeah. and he's like, and that's why I learned to rely on just me. And I'm like, well, you're yeah. also keyed that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah. You know, I think that we do come with, like you said, with our, with our deck of cards, we, we get the model of car that we get, mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, Dave's favorite example, we get the model yeah. of car that we get. And that's the one that we. Uh, move through life and then we can make adjustments and do things i don't think it it predetermines what your life is going to be like no but it's like um it's actually fascinating in psychology there's a lot of research that tries to understand what's nature and what's nurture and um a lot of the research comes back that like fascinating studies that even something like criminality has a um it's not all nurture you would think that it is but there is um a nature component to it yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, I think that's part of it, okay. though. Like, I think that's yeah. a good sort of ground base of like, you know, because that's what we all start. Yeah, right. You're born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so when you're born, you kind of come in with something. Now, it's just a matter of like, where does that start to show up? So that's where we were. We were kind of jumping in with babyhood of like, what can you see early on? Yeah, I know, like, with my daughter, she was very, very reserved. And she still to this day is reserved. So I guess that's the other that's the other aspect is you can I know I can clearly see introverted extroverted in kids right oh, yeah. away yeah uh even just that simple like are they more extroverted energy or more intro- introverted energy and like she is definitely more on the introverted side and always has been I remember the, in Seattle there's a thing called PEPS it's like a program for early parental support and basically it's a support group for for parents and so they they get together people who live nearby and all of your babies were born at the same time, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you you regularly meet like when you're on like maternity leave, like really early on so that you kind of get to know people. And I remember kind of watching, because even though I'm new to to typology, I always have been fascinated by like just people watching and like, you know, from an anthropological standpoint. And you could see how like my daughter, she and she still does this. She would watch things happen more of a kind of an observer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm starting to think she's an observer. But she'd watch things happen and she wouldn't engage in things, you know. So she was very much of like, I'm just going to watch these kids play before mm-hmm. I do it. Before, before I go I in and, yeah. yeah, before I do play energy. So her play, wherever it is, is not top. It's not She's high. not lead play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's not lead. She doesn't just jump in and, and get started. Like she wants to watch and kind of consume, I'd say. Consume or sleep on yeah. stuff first. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you can start to see. I mean, she was like six weeks old or something like when, when we started that kind of yeah. yeah yeah it's fascinating how early we could so for context i guess you've been studying ops for a year about now i think we've both been a in the little, class about yeah. a year yeah i think i started um, in march last so jay year. was yeah. probably like half a year six yeah, months yeah he was like six months old yeah he when was. you started studying the system yeah so had about a year of, of like watching him, him grow yeah. and also applying the system yes. to him and observations yes yeah so my nieces you know they're they're a couple weeks apart yeah. jay and ellie and um it's also it's it's the same the things that like pop out at you and you're kind of like yeah whoa where like where's this coming what from? is this yeah yes so <laughs> my niece has a cousin um that is a couple months older than her and there's a video early on, like they both just started crawling. It's a great video of um, he's just sitting there and he's yeah. definitely asleep of some kind. He's just <laughs> sitting there and just like barely moving. And she's literally running circles around him. Yeah. 
That was how my daughter was when we would go over to a friend's house. So in that peps group, you know, you kind of make your friends like these are our buddies. So we would just go and have one on one with them. And it was the same thing, like their son. And so I always thought this was a boy girl thing until I started learning more and kind of seeing like, oh, no, this is this is a type thing, I think. Yeah. 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 And so funny, you bring up that story. I remember um, when Jay was uh, he had to be about six or seven months old, but he was crawling. He was still a crawler. We visited my family back in Ohio and he would like chase the dog around <laughs> and it was just hilarious. So he's much more on that extroverted spectrum, much Actually, more. Yeah. Ellie does that too. <laughs> yeah. Like he would, and this is a big dog. Like he's kind of a, a big dog. And uh, like at first I was a little nervous because like my kid, like we don't have pets or anything. Yeah. But the dog was so gentle with him. So it was it was oh. fine. But he would like chase the dog around and then the dog would get tired and lay down and Jay would just like pull on his tail. He still wants to go and play. He still wants to play. Yeah, it's that play <laughs> energy of like, I need to I need to ping from the external world, you know, like I need to interact with the external world. At least it doesn't have that need to engage the external world, you know. She can how early yeah. we can see things like that. Yes. That I saw that's probably like one of the first things I would say. Like that sort of play like where you are on the play sleep spectrum if you okay. will you know of like all the way tied this way tony you know tony robbins or yeah. who's the elon musk right i think he's like the example we use for like the super super introverted, introverted yeah, yeah 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 um so another thing you and i have kind of talked about this offline a bit uh but another thing that definitely smacked me early and i know you, you've talked about it with jay a bit mm-hmm. is the modalities mm-hmm. like my niece is a template uh, you know, you and I are both on the kinesthetic texture axis, so yeah. we're not really on the audio visual axis. But yeah, I yeah, it's so funny. Like the modality, I, I think I don't know where I heard this, so I just might be talking completely out of my ass here. <laughs> but like, I feel like people have said that the modality is something you can see early. And with my kids, I'm I'm not a hundred percent on on it. Okay. I do kind of feel like Jay is more double masculine. Like if I had to pick, yeah. Um, and maybe and so maybe that's why maybe it's because they're not on the because I think visual and audio you would see clearly like you said like oh I hear something yes. or I see something you know yeah those whereas, are like spot yeah yeah whereas with double the, masculine like they're gonna be punchy and, and he's yeah. Cer- yeah he's certainly abusive of sensors yeah <laughs> maybe yes. that's where I've heard it because I think I, I think Dave and Shannon have talked about how their son would just like throw things and how they had to put a um you know a punching bag in his yeah, room at like yeah. age four or something yeah. and like yeah like Jay is definitely like uh just yesterday we he he also he kind of gets in these moods I mean he's almost two so like you know terrible yeah. twos and all that where yeah. he just like hates everything like you cannot make him happy like he's just like mm. I'm mad and I don't like I nothing just you're doing. The world. Yeah, like nothing you're doing is going to soothe me. And we've yeah. learned we have to just snap him out of it with some other interrupter mm-hmm. because nothing is soothing. But like we were giving him stuff, and he he would just like throw it. Like, and then what's well, funny is like if he threw it and it didn't really go far enough, he'd pick it up again and like throw, throw it again. It <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So apologies on the audio if I just like yelled into the mic. But like, it's so hilarious because it'll like, it's like that didn't get enough force for me. Like I need, so I, yeah, I guess I am leaning towards double masculine. It sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. Because if yeah. It, I mean, that that's definitely, it, it sounds like you're seeing masculine sensory for sure. Yes. yes. And whether or not that it like, it's a lot harder to spot whether the tribe is masculine or feminine. Yeah. Um, When they're so I, young, right? Because they're not yeah. attracting too much with the tribe. Yeah. But if yeah. he was audio, I think he would know it. I think so, and and I think what I think you've brought, you've brought up that you can see uh, feminine feeling more so, right? Like, yeah. and that's kind of what I'm seeing with him is he does seem to be feminine feeling. Like you can smile at him and he'll smile back. Like he yeah. he reacts to the emotions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually something that I added to my um, to my checklist uh, as a cross check. Mm-hmm. So. I have, you know, masculine tribe or, fem- uh, or feminine tribe, but I also have as a subcheck of that is um, whether or not their feeling is masculine or feminine. Yeah, I feel um, like on on the deciders, it's easier to see where the feeling is, you know, just like on yeah. the observers, it's like, look for the sensory, like, is it yeah. masculine sensory? Okay, so now you got feminine intuition, whereas like on the deciders, is it masculine feeling or feminine feeling? Okay, now I can guess yeah. the thinking. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. With my nephew, it's fast. Like, my niece was... 
like she was only a couple months old. I would I would like pick her up and she was like, you know, she was old enough that she was um I mean maybe she had just started sitting up so she had the muscle control and right, all of that. Right. She would take my hand and remove it from her body. <laughs> she would Do just not like touch no, me. don't touch me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas my my nephew is just like I will smile at him and yeah. he will just smile right back. He just totally yeah. like glows and just lights up. Yeah. And like I want I wonder if it is Effie because if it is Effie like as I'm seeing him interact this way it's fascinating because so he's learning at a very very young age right that if I smile at people I will get the reaction that I want yeah learning how yeah. to play with those emotions of the Effie I don't know if he is Effie yeah but to your point yeah and actually so you just you just pinged off a little thought bubble in my head is like and I th- I think that's kind of how the development works. It's like we yeah. we already came pre-stacked, but like you said, like we start to learn early on. Like, ooh, that that gives me my that dopamine got a reaction. Hit. Yeah, that's my There's savior. Various behaviors get reinforcement and yes. others get stuff. reinforcement. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, and, and so I think that's why, like, as your as your life goes on, you become more conscious of your functions too, because you're going to find your saviors early. Um, you know, and like, so, so to kind of continue the same thread, the, the biggest thing I noticed with Jay is he is the NT puzzler. <laughs> well, there's two things, the puzzling and the gathering <laughs> because, and I showed you a picture. So he actually gathers like physical things too. I showed yeah, you a picture yeah. of he had like a train and like he had put something on his, on his like head and like, he had like 50 things and that's him. And like, he'll just walk around with things and he's just gathering them up but he doesn't do anything with him he just likes to carry stuff around or like just yesterday i was dropping him off at daycare and he had this like ball and he would not like let it go he had gathered it and it was like this is my ball now like i was like jay you can't take this to school no he was so mad (laughs) like he was like i gathered this so i but that nt puzzling that's where i was going is like it's and i've contrasted it with um with uh shannon's son who's st you know so right. he also is ga- and he's gather se he's s-e-t-e right or t-e-s-e she's yeah, he's the yeah, same yeah. Right. He, he's her double masculine version yeah yeah so as his anti-jades yeah so she saw a lot of him sort of like engaging with the sensory and like gathering the sensory and stuff like that whereas with jay he's much more interested of like if i touch a thing does it work, does it does work? It work? like yeah. how does it work so like we can't like no toys work for him like because he's always like breaking them to figure out how they work well and he's not even breaking them he gets bored with them like it's like this doesn't do enough for me this doesn't do enough for me so then yeah so then he just throws it down (laughs) and it's like but like thankfully toys are pretty tough for kids so like they don't generally break but (laughs) like so the toys that are the best for him are things that do things and unfortunately like one of the things we've given him is the apple watch (laughs) because he enjoys it, it, it lights up. So I have older Apple Watches, obviously, not this one, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. my previous ones. And like, that's what Luis gives him when, when it's like, okay, this boy, he will not let us alone. <laughs> we need a few minutes to make dinner. Yeah. And he, he, and he gets super into it. So he is yeah. going to be like the video game. So I think he's NT. Like, I do think he's NT. I'm not sure what flavor. Yeah. I, I'm guessing any just because I also see the gathering. Uh-huh. And yeah. I see that extrovertedness, you know but he's the puzzler he loves to like like he i mean he figured out stuff i mean he isn't consciously figuring it out but you know what i'm saying like yeah there were things that my phone did that like i didn't know it did (laughs) until jay like located these sub menus and stuff i'm like what what are you doing (laughs) like it's crazy fascinating yeah Yeah. okay so we we've talked about modalities and and how we see elements of the modalities obviously some parts are easier to spot than others like how they interact with the sensory. Do you have any ideas on Elisa's? Well, modality wise, I, that's where I was saying, like, I don't know. Like I, I would maybe, maybe test her, you know, maybe she's double feminine. He's double masculine. It could be. I mean, that's where Luis and I kind of sit. Yeah. Yes. So I, I often sort of jokingly say that Elisa got Luis's software and my hardware and Jay got my software and Luis's hardware in that Elisa looks yeah. like me. Like she is like my does, yeah. twin. And Jay looks exactly like Luis. Yeah. He looks like a puppy version of Luis. But yet. <laughs> oh my God, he does. <laughs> but he's got my like software functions and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then Elisa has Luis's. So it, it would make sense if she's double feminine 
and he's yeah. double masculine. I don't know. I see. Time will tell. Some, yeah. Time will tell because sometimes I see elements of uh, masculine with the tribe with Elisa, but I, I can't tell. Like she's very like, no, mm. I don't want that. I, but that could be that could be self, you know, that could be D.I. happening, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a toughy one. <laughs> yeah. Is. So I think, oh, we should talk Observer Decider. That's where I wanted to go. I was going to bring up the checklist. So like we make sure we hit all the things. I have mine from typing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say we should talk like Decider Observer um, because, yeah. you know, it's funny. Decider Observer is the biggest like, you know, divider. the first big cut. Yeah, divider yes. in the system. Yeah. And yet it can be like the hardest to and see. I struggle with it. Yeah, I actually was just thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I, struggle with it too. I need to, I think I'm going to go through the docs and find two types that are very similar. Mm -hmm. But one's an observer, the other's a decider. And just kind of, you know, take, finally take Dave's advice and really study them. <laughs> yeah, I have I have done. Yeah, yeah, I, I've done something similar because for the longest time I was stuck on Louise of like observer decider observer decider. And so like I would do that I would pick two types that were similar, but it, it's still hard. Like it's still yeah, hard it even knowing it. The other thing that complicates it and I asked Shannon about this, although I gotta say I didn't really. The response <laughs> was answer. not. It was not definitive. Helpful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I asked her. So yeah how to tell the difference between an observer and someone who is info dominant. Uh, They're going to be going after information as a way of solving things. And I'm still like, especially as someone who is both an observer, I both, know. Us are both observers and info dominant. So we're yeah. like extra about the info, right? Yes. But an observer <laughs> who's energy dominant or a decider who's info dominant, like, it's trickier. It is trickier. And I think this is also why I sometimes struggle with SE because SE also can just look like observing too, because it's like trying to find the sensory, you know, like SE yeah, users yeah. tend to be more. So yeah. So if you're like, well, I guess like a Shani, um, you know, you're a yeah. decider, but your SE savior. Oh no, she's energy dominant, but you know, and your info dominant. I have a really tough time with that. Yeah. That combo. yeah. Um, but yeah. So what I was going to say, um, before you were making a very good point, I was going to make a stupid point, <laughs> which was just purely anecdotal. Uh, like, I mean, this is anecdote city, by the way, this whole podcast, yeah. but, yeah, but course. this one is like very far Extra into anecdote woo. city. Yeah. This okay. is, this is woo woo. <laughs> but like I, that whole observer eyes thing. Yeah. You're starting to see it. I'm starting to see it. Like, I mean, you can see observer eyes with me, like in, even in this video, I'm, I'm okay. looking at myself and I can see my observer eyes. Like they're like big and like. We're like, what's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, like, what? it's like this what's going on face. Um, and that's Elisa. Like her pictures are like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. And 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 Jay is a little bit more eagle-eyed. So I'm wondering if he is a decider. I don't know. That's purely like woo-woo. <laughs> Interesting that those are the things that you're starting to spot. I'm starting to spot, you know, they did that video on the modalities. I'm yeah. starting to spot the modalities on a more like just intuitive gut reaction mm -hmm. level mm -hmm. like when uh, like spotting when somebody's a tester just from how they move through the world yeah um, or spotting when someone is more double masculine i think actually this one when we were typing terry cruz yeah one of the reasons i landed on audio for him was just like something yes. about how he interacts yes. screamed audio to me yeah i'm kind of doing that too especially with audio double masculine and double feminine yeah those yeah. three especially visual yeah. less so it's more like well it's none of these three so I guess it's that one. <laughs> like visual, I don't pick up yeah. as intuitively. Yeah. We also, we don't have too many good examples of visual, but I'm starting yeah. to yeah. understand visual as well. But of course, still doing the cross checks. Yeah, of course. Sure of the, course. The yeah. vibe and the sensory is all aligned, but yeah. 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 So, so yeah, decider observer to me for kids is very tough to see. Like, I don't know. I can see letters. I can, like we said, modality, but decider observer, uh so my sister is my guess uh, for my sister and my brother-in-law. My sister is um, TESI. Mm -hmm. She's a visual TESI. And my brother-in-law is audio FI. 
O-E, I think N-E, <laughs> I see a lot of masculine SI, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not committed to that one. But they're both deciders, and that's actually like one of the points of friction between them. And my niece, I see so much better off of her. She's got like IP issues coming yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Three-year-olds. Okay. Well, I guess that's a good way to look at it. You know, even in my own like typing homework, I'm starting to look at like what role does the tribe play or what For them. what yeah. void yeah. are you leaving? You know, the yeah. whole like what void. And so I could, yeah, that's, and that's where even with my daughter, with Elisa, I still kind of lean towards observer IJ is like the, the freak outs and the, the problems that she's already having in her life are from wanting so much control. You know, mm. that she's not okay with things being uncontrolled. Like, and yeah. I, you know, part of that is like, she seems to also have some anxiety, but it's like, where's that coming from? Cause we never, it's like, she's. Her anxiety. Yeah. 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 It's, it's chaos control. You know, it's like when things are just okay, she's fine with just like the regular routine of things. And I know, you know, to a certain extent, they always say like kids love routine and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know. This seems to be dialed to 11. Like, this is, cause I watch, yeah, I do watch like, kids. It's who's responsible for that routine, right? Yes. So, yes. like, my niece, uh, I, definitely, she, my niece is lead consume. So, she's yes. got that uh, save yourself and save your uh, gather going on. Yeah. Um, and she does really well with routines, but she is not going to take any of the responsibility. There for you that. go. That's okay. I just the environment learned something. To provide that routine for her. <laughs> I just learned something in this because that's exactly right. Because with Elisa, she is the one that's setting the routine. It's actually pretty hilarious because she'll like remind you of rules and be like, no, that's yeah. not what we did before. Like she has rules. And so like, yeah. Oh, OI and I think it's I think it's SI which is why like I've been trying to coach my husband on like how to deal with SI because he doesn't have SI I'm pretty sure and so he'll he'll like change up her sensory and she'll like freak out about it and like I'm always like no you gotta trust me take it carefully take trust me because I have SI (laughs) like I I get it like it's so funny the two of us probably being the two SI users in the house is like you know, even like days of the week panties and stuff. I'm like, no, Elisa, it's Wednesday. Like, <laughs> you can't have this one. And then, and, and I'll tell it to her like that because she can't fully read yet, right? So mm-hmm. I'll tell her like, oh no, Elisa, that one's Friday. Today's Wednesday, and she's like, oh, okay, okay, yes, give me the Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she doesn't resist. She's like, oh my god, I didn't know. <laughs> like, thank you for saving me from this disaster of wearing Friday on a Wednesday. So adorable. Like she can't, she's really thankful to me. So like, that's like one of our points of like connection too, is she knows I'm looking out for her SI. Her SI, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think, I think we've got an I, ISJ. Yeah. It sounds like you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So, so on Elisa, you're seeing SI. Yep. Um, so. And on Jay, you're seeing an E. I think I am. And so that's where I was like joking that I think poor Luis might be surrounded by NESI people. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, with, with yeah, Jay, it's happen. more of a, yeah, with Jay, it's more of a, okay, I see gather. I see OE mm-hmm. of some sort. And I kind of see NT puzzling. NT blocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's NT, not ST, because he's very, it's conceptual. It's like, if I do this, his imagination says something should happen Excellent. you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah yeah and and so he's making connections it's less whereas um you know like when we talked to shannon her son was like down in the like sensory the sensory, the sensory blocks yeah where and even when she talked about it if you guys go back and watch our interview she looks up when she talks about the nt she's like yeah you know my son wasn't doing this he was doing this and i'm like yeah i get exactly what you mean because jay it's like okay i did a thing does the tv do it does this work like he loves looking at lights and stuff and like trying to figure out how they work and like yeah 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 Yeah. that's fascinating yeah so so let's talk uh tribe versus self a little bit i I hinted on it but was there any more on observer decider oh um so you're seeing observer eyes yeah i see observer eyes and yeah you know decider yeah no i i don't know i i see i see i'll say this I can see the control chaos issues with Elisa, um, and she's five. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the self and tribe issues 
with her it's murkier so that also leans towards yeah that's right? one of, that's one of the things that it's like a cross check with my niece um i see her i like her mfi i see so much <laughs> but her i i know that she's gathered but i can't figure out if it's sensory or intuition right so, so i guess that's a little murkier yeah, yeah. it's like the cross so check of the, the fact. observing going on yeah yeah the double observing yeah and, yeah. and jay I, I just don't know at this point like and so that's where i was gonna pivot to tribe versus self because i i think he is savior tribe Mm. um in that <laughs> it's really funny because <laughs> like elisa we used to be able like we could do things like and i'm not saying this is like a good thing but we could like leave her in her room mm-hmm. and generally she can entertain herself like we wouldn't have to do that much i mean but jay like yeah. if you walk out of the room he's coming with you <laughs> he's not he needs There's to be yeah. with somebody he doesn't like to be do on his own. Cider or do you think that's play it could be play it could be play but what i'm saying is save your tribe i guess that's oh, what sorry. I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting thing that I see with my with my nephew. He pays attention to people. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is like pinging off of what they're doing. On people. Yeah. Like if somebody enters the room, leaves. Like he's four <laughs> months old. Not even like <laughs> right. just four months old. Yeah. You know? Um, and he follows people and tracks people so much. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I think. I think that what that tells me is savior tribe. Yeah, or that could be decidery too. I wonder if it's decidery, but with my niece, like she didn't care. She'll <laughs> entertain herself, and I think that's, that's true. Savior um, di. Yeah, right? but he is constantly like, yes, yes. So it could he'll be entertain himself for a little bit, but he'll be really happy if there's somebody smiling at him. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> so again, that's where with Jay, I, that's why I'm thinking not only play savior, but possibly lead play, you know, the, the gathering yeah. and the tribe, yeah. you know, yeah. so that's where, that's where I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> there's like a little me running around. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, little... it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, so we I've briefly talked about the axes, you know, that I think he's kind of that I think there's a bunch of NESI in my house. What about SENI for yours? Well, with my nephew, I can't tell at all yet. It's way too soon. Yeah. He can't even sit yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. With my niece, I, you know, my brother-in-law, he's a double observer. And I went back and forth about whether he's SE or NE for a while because I was seeing some demon and I some well a lot of like don't control me bro yeah. going on yeah but um it was only recently like actually on this trip that uh, and from knowing you and seeing how the masculine SI shows in your life I'm like whoa Nelly is does he have masculine SI so I've landed <laughs> on feminine and E as a savior right yeah yeah um, and with my niece I I think a part of me is expecting to see that because she's got the masculine FIIP like he mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And physically she's got the hardware that he, like he, she looks like him and my nephew <laughs> looks like my sister. Yeah. That's um, it again. I don't yeah. Know that flip. Is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, you know, like genetics, I, I guess. She might be SE. I'm not mm. sure. It's harder yeah. to tell. It is hard to tell. It is hard to tell. Cause even with Jay, it's like, he definitely gathers sensory things, but usually towards a puzzly end. That's the way it feels, you know, like we've got these little trains, like Thomas, the tank engine, you know, <laughs> and um, we've got Thomas and Percy <laughs> and they move. Right. And like, so he gathers up Thomas and Percy. He loves to like go find them, yeah. but he likes to like try to turn them on so that they'll go and then like put them together and see where they're going to yeah. go and things like that. So he gathers Towards the end of doing a puzzle, you know, of yeah. making him his own thing. So, well, yeah. He and then play Blast, it, like, as his saviors. He could. Good Lord. <laughs> that would be. That would Good be luck, Luis. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because he's sleep consumed, so he'll just get killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun once yeah. Jay's a little bit older and I can start, you know, getting him more into the STEM stuff. Because, I, I mean, I already know, like. That hill of it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I can already tell. It's like we're gonna be doing puzzles and, and things, like, yeah, yep, yeah. What about the letters on your? Because because that was the thing yeah. that that Shannon said she saw right away was S T. You know that S E T E on Cody, yeah, T E S E. I keep saying that backwards, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm not seeing anything pop out. The masculine FI is a thing. A masculine FI and audio is a thing I see just oodles of 
on my knees. Right. That's it. Right. What about you? Yeah, well, I've talked about I've yeah. talked about Jay like ad nauseum. So with Elisa, um, definitely that at S. And so is it T or is it F with her? I kind of lean towards F, to be honest with you. Like she seems to be feeling like she seems to be a pretty good feeler, like aware of her feelings, aware of also her likes and not likes and like what she will do and what she won't do. Um, that's one thing. S-I-F-I. I, I might be. Yeah. 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 Um, which would be interesting. Cause those are my demons. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's. So we were at a birthday party last week and it's very interesting to kind of watch her in a sort of like a tribe mm -hmm. setting, you know, which I don't get a lot of exposure to because, you know, I work and she, she goes to daycare or whatever. But like, so the birthday party was essentially her preschool class, like, you know, so they all know each other and everything. And it's, it's very interesting to watch that dynamic of like all the kids would go to like the pizza came, for example. Right. And so all the kids are like pizza, pizza, pizza. And they all go to the pizza. And but Elisa was like. Like she, well, hold on. Yeah. So she would get her pizza and then they all sat down and she's eating her pizza. And then like the face painter showed up. And so all the kids like in a herd movement is what I've been saying, <laughs> went to the face painter. But my daughter didn't. Like she was like, I'm going to eat my pizza. Like I have pizza. I'm going to finish this. <laughs> and she did. And then the herd movement came back to eat. But she went to the face painter. So she ended up alone in the face painter line. You know, and she's fine with that, which me is like, save your tribe. I'm like, why are you okay being alone? Like, all of your friends are over here. And she's just like, yeah, no, I'm th I want to do this right now. Like, it doesn't matter to her. So it's this like, I don't know, I call that FI because she's like, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. And I don't really. That know. also sounds like masculine FI. It does kind of. <laughs> The, like me as a kid, yeah. I would have been terrified to be the one left behind. Like I got, I got the savior <laughs> five, but it's feminine. Like I still need yeah. my tribe yeah, kind of thing. I'll, like say I'll say this. Masculine, I tend to be just chill. Yeah. Yes. I'll say this. It sounds like masculine DI, like whether or not yeah. that's a T or an F, I'm not sure. It, right. she feels masculine. more like a feeler. Like she, again, I'm going woo woo. Okay, guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like what else do we have to go off of? <laughs> exactly. This is pure woo. Um, but, <laughs> but like she she's really she's also just really good at at feelings if you will like like yeah. she's okay her feeling face, certain ways good at feeling yeah she's good yeah i know i'm like i don't know <laughs> like for me it's a big old like do 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 question mark but she is like and and and, I, and it's one thing i really love about their relationship you know my son and my daughter mm -hmm. is she she's very considerate of him she's very oh. considerate of him like she's like that and that's the other interesting thing she'll say like jay wants this or jay wants that and you hear about you know older siblings kind of speaking for their for their younger siblings but no like she's actually very cognizant of like he doesn't like that i know he doesn't like that mm. um and i can tell you i can like tell you because we can talk have feminine feeling feminine fe and masculine ti maybe that that might be an idea too i have considered fe for her just somewhere you yeah know you I mean? mentioned that a bit yeah oh, yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. That aware of what, yeah, likes, mm -hmm. like as a five-year-old, yes, even as an older sister. That's still, you know, <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, it, and it's very much of like, and this is again, like I love to watch the two of them because she's never, she doesn't, she's not, she's it's not manipulative, if you will. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's a legit like I'm trying to help him out because I yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. that he doesn't like this. And so I'm trying to help him. It's not like I'm pretending like he wants this just to F around or just to get what I actually want. That kind of yeah. thing too. Yeah. So yeah, it could be masculine TI. That would be really interesting. That could be. Would be because none of you really... guys have TI. No. It's not like in your, you, you think someone, some folks on Louise's side might have. Yeah, it. they might. Yeah. Who knows? But like saying your brother. F my brother yeah. might be, might have been, yeah. might have been Effie. If if anybody in my family of origin has Effie, you know what I mean? It would have been him. Yeah. yeah. Like he definitely used it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I recently realized, so my brother, uh, my oldest brother, my guess is he's double masculine and ETI. Mm-hmm. Sweet blast. And um, we're very, and we're in my family, we're all info dominant. Not yeah. a single person is energy dominant in my family. <laughs> and a lot of it, observer decider doesn't matter. When we get into information, we like get into information. It's all about like, well, what is right? And we get into these really loud arguments and all of that. And uh, my brother is always just really good at like, <laughs> it's 
what I'm trying to get at is I recently realized that it's his demon masculine FE and mm. that in an argument he manages to just like with your emotions yeah out and he doesn't even realize it because yeah he's one of those people who's just doubling down on his saviors like right. you know not taking care of his demons at all right and that FE is like whoa that's interesting this is gonna be a, give me a lot to like process later <laughs> the <laughs> idea that like you know if Elisa is SI with masculine TI feminine FE in the middle Mm-hmm. you know um you know it kind of reminds me of um of uh, neil degrasse tyson like yeah. fe was something he was using like it wasn't yeah, it wasn't like a demon like he couldn't handle it was like guys don't you see the fe <laughs> i think that's why ntps yeah like intps and entps they can be yeah when they have that nt thing that they've puzzled out and they take it to the tribe it's very powerful it's very powerful yeah, yeah they know how to do that SF, yeah this really powerful yeah like the other grass it could be that would be interesting <laughs> to watch um because yeah she definitely has good good access of the feelings like it's if it, if it is a demon it's not like the, the it, four it's it, not for her chaos is the big one like i can't that's one of the other things i wanted to talk to you about. so you know the yeah. kids in our lives the oldest one is five so <laughs> i know they're they're still very much growing and developing but kind yeah. of maybe looking back at our own lives when other parts developed. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. I wanted to go there too. Okay, <laughs> I was so thinking about when do we do want think? to pivot to that too? Yeah. Um, so for me personally, and like all, I mean, all the way back, as far back as I can remember, I was NT nerd curious. Um, mm-hmm. Like I was banging blocks together in an NT way as far back as I can remember. I mean, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was five years old. Like I've wanted to be an astronaut from the beginning and it's driven by a curiosity this like so that's that any of like like i was telling to you in the facebook group like any wants to keep possibilities open like we don't want to i don't want an ni conclusion i want as many connections as i can find and that was me as a young young kid and i would like puzzle things together that shouldn't that shouldn't the society doesn't like us to puzzle together (laughs) we'll say it that way because like like um like religion because i i grew up in a you know black protestant church but i went to a catholic school and i would like nt puzzle this these differences you know like i would be like wait a minute like i remember i it's so funny because like i went to so i went to a catholic um like uh elementary school you know like first through third grade i remember being in like first grade going Okay, so the difference between the Catholics and the Protestants is that the Catholics add this extra bit to the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, the Protestants did. And so I, like, that was like my first, like, wait a minute. These are yeah. different. These are different. <laughs> and there I go. Like, I'm just like banging, like, why are they different? What's going on? Like, I, yeah, I just remember yeah. that puzzling so early, early on. So I think my, my NT was something I, I, I could tell. Like, and I was curious about stuff. Super yeah, yeah. Early. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, becoming more and more aware of the NF. So I think, yeah, like kind of, sort of in order. I don't know. Like we've we've gone back and forth on this one too. Like, Yeah, that kind of developed in that. So, I mean, there, there's a, a bunch of parts of our sack, right? Um, yes. So one of it is the animals in terms of yeah. what, um, so Murders. for you, it would be OED or, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, first and yeah. then OEDI. So those developments. Yeah. But also the letters that are associated with it. Yeah. Cause I know like for myself, there was there was a point in my life where and I don't know, maybe maybe this has to do with having um masculine extroverted world, but there was a point in my life where I learned to be okay spending time by myself. Mm, like that was something I had to learn to do, even yeah. though I'm, you know, consume sleep. Yeah. <laughs> IFI figuring out why I feel what I feel. Yeah. I value what I value. But up until probably post college, like my first couple of years after college, I was very, very uncomfortable spending time by myself. That's interesting. Without any kind of SE simulation. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was always pretty good being on my own, but I've, I've often said that, especially NT play, can be very cerebral and you don't necessarily need another person to be curious yeah. about stuff. And so, like, while I, you know, I could be alone, but I was alone in Harry Potter land in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, 
it, well any is you know that Im- yeah. imagination imagination and, and so i yeah i used to write these like really long i mean I, I had binders that were like this thick of stories and things and stuff and so like i would spend a lot of time alone just like writing these imaginary worlds and one of my my memories of like that i really cherish of my mom is going on walks with her as a kid and I would tell her these stories like I didn't like people to read them like I was real funny about don't read my story but I will like tell it to you yeah (laughs) and she she was really cool like she would listen and you know tell me like oh yeah that part was really cool like she was always really positive with me with with that and uh so I did spend a, a lot of time kind of in my own little room kind of doing my thing and so yeah like I don't know it's to me it feels more like I became more and more I don't know it's so hard because the NT I could definitely see early on that curiosity and like doing that NF I could see so I kind of go down my animal stack I guess you know what I mean yeah 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 Yeah. so was there like do you think there was a point where and you you became more NF yeah yeah well I (laughs) it's hard because I I feel like I feel like my my NT and my NF in my mind are very close to each other like I feel like yeah yeah exactly and like I all, I feel like it's like this where I've always had a really strong like I just told you like I was NT figuring out the NF spirituality around me you know what I mean yeah. and it was things <laughs> like that like and 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 so yeah even into high school early childhood like I I just was very comfortable with NFV things if you will especially if you go NF hippie like I've always been just like full on NF hippie like it's interesting totally. I was always figuring out the NF so like for me growing up, my Judaism was really important for me, yeah. uh, but I was always comparing it to bringing it back to the sensory in terms of like, you know, I've always been really in love with science as well, but like how can um, science and religion coexist yeah. in terms of like, how can that NF coexist with that sensory? With your sensory. And, yeah. With your, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And for a long time in my life, um, excuse me they weren't in conflict. Like I, I found a way for them to coexist. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I found a way when they couldn't coexist that I ended up landing on one, so to speak. Right. Well, and I think, again, like, it's so funny. It's hilarious to me to look back of the fact that I never, ever tested as a any, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, because like, I didn't, when I was in high school, I took the test through through my high school. And they typed me as an INTJ and I think 16 personalities wanted always to call me an INTJ until until recently, basically until last year, where I started popping up as an ESTJ. And I think I think, um, wow, I've got two thoughts (laughs) coexisting in my brain right now. (laughs) So first, let's talk the ESTJ bit. I think the reason why the ESTJ started coming up, especially in the last couple of years, is, you know, I now have two kids. I've been through a lot of like difficult things. I'm a leader at work. All of a sudden, like that ST blast had to turn on big time yeah. for me in the last couple of years. And so when I'm answering that test, I'm like, yeah, I pay attention to the sensory because I've had to like <laughs> really learn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, because, you know, they ask the questions of like, do you care about, you know, sensory things? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> you right. know, and yeah. it was because yeah. it was like so much of like now I can't outsource that stuff. Like I have to take the responsibility for the SI so much more in my life. Yeah. And so this yeah, ESTJ starts popping up a lot. And I've got that double masculine ST blast. And it's I've really had to get into it over the last two to three years, especially. Yeah. Um, especially since getting into management, it's like I mean, ESTJ is like the stereotypical manager. And like so I've yeah. really had to do that. Um but like my NE, it's always been there because I I remember, you know, in college or not even in college, well, but like it's such a like, yeah, invisible ephemeral function, you know, like of all the functions, mm-hmm. it's the one that's like the least tactile, the least, the least tactile. sensory, exactly. And and yeah. where I was what I was thinking is like I've always been okay with like. And, and people have wondered this about me. Like, why is she so okay with all these different religions and all this different stuff? And it, I guess that's my NE popping out, like, that I had no idea about that, that, yeah, like, I remember in, like, high school and college, because so in high school, I went to a, so I went to a Catholic elementary school, public middle school, and then back to Catholic school for high school. Uh, and so we actually had a comparative religions class and that was like my favorite oh. class of all time ever yeah. i mean that's essentially how i found buddhism i was a unitarian for a long time i think technically you could still call me a unitarian um in I that like that i means. so unitarians okay side note a, a unitarian so unitarian it's a unitarian universalist church it actually is a, a religion um it was kind of founded 
it was founded by Christians who have a much looser concept of God. And so it's very like, it's like pantheism kind of. Okay. Like cool. it's very open to pretty much anything. Um, Whatever actually, works for you kind of thing. Yeah. And so like some people don't like it because it's like so not defined <laughs> that it's okay, like, yeah. what are we doing? And but then some people really love it because it gives them a lot of freedom. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I actually. So I did a paper on them actually in in high school. And yeah. originally there was the Unitarians and then there was the Universalists. The Universalists with a really like we just believe in whatever you want just come to our church the unitarians were kind of like everything is one everything is like all spirituality can be sort of taken together and then they were like we aren't that different so we're just going to combine <laughs> so they're now the unitarian universalist church and they're around and they're pretty cool. Okay, cool if you go there it's very it's very white uh white protestant based and i, I say that as like um you know, there's like the black Protestant tradition, which is very emote. You know, we emote a lot, and there's a lot yeah. of. Whereas this is more. Uh, it reminds me of. Um, oh God, what's the like waspy? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they would joke that the the when I was with the Unitarians, they would say the United Church of Christ is Unitarians for Christ <laughs> because they're very similar. <laughs> like they're very like uh, yeah. Anyway whatever side side tangent into unitarians yeah, into i really love them uh i just i and there's a church actually down the street i i just not having come up in that black church i sometimes mm-hmm. don't have the experience that i kind of miss from church um wow this became about religion all of a sudden. yeah yeah <laughs> we should good. do a podcast Add that oh to the list. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be interesting yeah, because I'm obviously very fluid with it. I'm obviously very fluid with it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway. I, I, I grew up very much in... You know what? Let's pause it. We'll talk about religion in another episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. But you said so a while back, you, were, yeah. you you told me how there was two competing thoughts in your head. One of them, you went down an ESTJ route. Did mm-hmm. you get the other? Did you yeah. The other? Yeah. The second one was me being so fluid with religion, even oh, okay, from an cool. early age. Yeah. 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 Those, were the two, those were the two pops that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, so um, looking back at, at my life and in terms of how I see my stack developing in me, I actually think that there was an element of like regression, if that makes mm, sense. Interesting. Yeah. My family, when my family immigrated here, I was seven years old. And for the first year that we lived here, um, my mom was by herself and she was 38 at the time, so really young with four kids. Yeah. And I was the youngest of which, you know, so, and she didn't speak the language. This was like, yeah pre-Skype where you had to like go get a phone card if you wanted to make an international call, yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. And so um, we all kind of had to step up a mm-hmm. lot. And um, I took on a lot of responsibilities as a kid, as did my siblings. And then um, that propelled me into like, I there was a lot of blast play in my childhood oh, and college years. Yeah. Like my college, when I was in college, I was, you know, between classes, five jobs, three different clubs that I was like president of or whatever it was that I was doing, my schedule was packed, like mm-hmm, nonstop, mm-hmm. back to back, back to back. Mm-hmm. I was very often in black play and I didn't really have time for just like sleep moping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like now that there is no necessity for it, it's like I've slowed down and now uh, I'm in my consumed sleeps. And now I feel the struggle of getting myself into black play. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does, and and that's where for for me, my type. While I think it's correct, I always the the sleep last is always a little bit hard for me to fully grasp. But it's kind of maybe it's kind of similar to what you're saying. Like when I had less sort of external, well, yeah. So before before recently, before the last five years, right, which have been right. just balls to the walls, crazy. Um, I feel like I got into sleep energy a lot and maybe it was just I had the time to work my way through my full filter to get to that to get to it yeah yeah whereas with you it's like the external world forced you to the to, to be your, there to be to present be yeah to be yeah. in my boss play yeah yeah so it's almost like the opposite <laughs> whereas like whereas like when I before the life pressure started with me I was able to kind of go through play consume blab and get to sleep you know yeah. Um, and because I did a, I feel like I did a ton of sleep processing, um, in my like yeah. early, like in my late twenties, um, you know, when I, before I had kids, 
Um, I was super into like the Buddhist community here. And so I was doing a lot of meditating, a lot of like, what do I value? Who am I kind of stuff? Yeah. A lot of that inquiry. And then once life kind of ramped up, it was like, nope, you need to blast. You need to play. Fascinating. And so I, that's when my sleep, I feel like kind of dropped because, well, well, and it makes sense because it's a filter, right? It's like, that's my default. Like, okay, well, I'm running out of time. Drop the sleep. Drop the sleep. No, but I mean, it's fascinating in the sense that like, so yes, our our animals are filters, right? So we have to go through the ones before, before we get to the, the, the lower ones, so to speak. But the other side that's fascinating is that like, because my default is being in my internal world, I need the external world to demand to demand your demons of me yes. whereas your default is more external world so you need relaxation like you need the, the external world to remove pressure off you to allow correct. yourself to go into that internal world correct that's that's really fascinating <laughs> yeah. so we just confirmed that you're more introverted and i'm more extroverted <laughs> <laughs> like who knew which you know like yeah that's I know. still something that I think yeah. Shannon's definitions of uh, extroverted and introverted are still very different from how I conceptualize it. And I yeah. think I'm realizing that a lot of it has to do with the fact that they are energy dominant. Yes. And so they, they, I think, view an extrovert, extrovertism and introvertism mm-hmm. very differently from Through the energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't never think about like, yeah. oh, I don't have the energy to do this. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's information I want. I'll find the energy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was interesting. This was. <laughs> we went quite a few different directions. You know, whatever. <laughs> but I think I think we touched on everything. I guess the only other thing I wanted to, to touch on, um, kind of bringing it back to, to kids a little bit um is mm-hmm. it's very interesting if you ever can get an opportunity to watch a bunch of kids in a in an environment together because yeah. you can see you can see the um spectrum the spectrum yes yes you can see the extrovert introvert spectrum and even like because i was reading the kiersey book um please understand me which is like one of these like classic <laughs> typology books yeah. i was reading i was reading that book and then i was at my kids at my daughter's dance class right and so i'm reading this book and everything and in the kiersey temperaments there's the nf nt sp sj temperaments right. yeah, yeah yeah um which are different than the than the ops ones but there's still like there's some overlap there um yeah, for there sure is. and like i could you could identify it like you could see in this class in this dance class it's like okay that that boy is very nt you know <laughs> like yeah mm-hmm. you know and this girl is very sp that kind of thing so you can you can when you see them in a group you can see it's different like, yeah yeah the spectrum is actually one of the things that so you know because we have fi right so i have yeah. fi so my default when it comes to understanding people's emotions is understanding it in a microscopic view right right whereas um like stepping back and understanding macro in terms of relative to each other in that spectrum. Yeah. That's not my default. And that's one of the things that OPS has brought to me that I really, really appreciate and understanding that like, sure, you might be experiencing this, but relative to this person over there, you're actually like more extroverted than you think you are or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. And I think seeing them in the group, it also helps to like, you can kind of see the value of all the types, right? Especially if you think about the human needs. And I think like in that back to that email that I sent Dave and Chan way back when, that's kind of what they came back with of like, yeah, in a group, you can see all four human needs start to like populate themselves. And you can kind of understand that dynamic of like, okay, these these are the gatherers, you know, these are the organizers, these yeah. are the tribe guys, and these are the self, you know, <laughs> significance people, right? And like yeah. you can... Yeah. Man, it was so, it was so gravitates towards who? Mm -hmm. Yeah, who gravitates towards who? form, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's really fascinating to sit and watch that. Even in a dance class, which was like an hour long, you could kind of see those, those tendencies. Mm. Yeah, so that's really cool. And at that birthday party, of course, and things like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Again, you can't turn it off. You can't turn it off. You can't. (laughs) I remember um, when I was teaching English in Taiwan, um, I had, I had this one class that like, when they came in, I think they were about six, seven years old when I first started teaching them. It was a class of about 10 kids and they were loud and obnoxious and all yeah. over the walls. And yeah. there was one kid in particular that just could not sit still at yeah. all. Really, really <laughs> hard to manage him for two hours. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And there was right around the time uh, I was, you know, on a huge TED Talk kick. And there's uh, one of my favorite TED Talks is from Ken Robinson. And he was talking about how, um, you know, sometimes just the way that we learn is different. And he had this example about how uh, somebody ended up, you know, being a dancer and she just needed to move her body in mm-hmm. order to concentrate. Right. And I noticed with this kid that he just needed to sing. And if mm-hmm. I let him hum something he he was playing like he played the violin and all that if i let him hum something while taking a test he would sit through that test no problem yeah i told him to be quiet then he would not be able to sit still right it was fascinating to see that and like now looking back i see that he probably very likely had an audio modality yeah and he just needed that or like and it didn't interrupt any of the other students they didn't mind so i just let him like hum to himself and he just sat and he could sit seven-year-old sit an hour through a test yeah 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 and so like you know to bring a little bit like effie into this like that and there is the value right like there's the value of sort of being able to see it in the kids in your life is you can you can enable them and instead of and so i know that's like that's what dave and shannon have done with their son because he is sort of he is tony robbins he's like all the way right he's all in on that yeah and schools really aren't made for tony robbins (laughs) types you know and so like they knowing that about him they're able to sort of set up his environment to give him that release that he needs because his school is yeah. not necessarily going to do that and they're able to kind of talk to his teachers and you know coordinate all that stuff and that's kind of already what i'm seeing with my daughter like as it's becoming more and more clear it's like okay i can now not i'm not saying like use that to my advantage <laughs> well use it to help her i'll say yeah, you of know? course i mean yeah. you better understand her and you better understand how to create an environment in which she can like even if, you know, because the animals are filters, yeah. if we create a space where uh, the people in our lives can hit their saviors and they're able to get to their demons, right? Yeah. And they, yep. like, if she can do the saviors at home, then she can do her demons at, at school, school if that's if what school demands to. of her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. I mean, I use the same trick as a manager at work. Like, I know, yeah. I kind of know my team's types and I'm like, okay, I know, I know where I can push on them and it will stress them out. And you know that, you know that ahead of time. Yeah, like, okay, of this one's going to be hard for you, but I'm cognizant of it. And so like, I'm able to kind of give space for that, that movement, you know? Um, yeah. So, okay. Anything else on this one? Cause we're, no, this oh. has been, this has been a lot of fun to record and a little all over the place, but it was good. It's my episode that I hosted. What do you expect? Two EPs. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna, it's not yeah, gonna two, always stay on topic. Yeah, two EPs. And I was just like, oh, let's just play energy this one. I don't have like too much. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why like, I mean, I, I mean, I know it's my, it's my, totally my savior, but it, it gives me that dopamine hit to just to not have a plan <laughs> and then see. See, see what how happens. things go yeah yeah i know it stresses out the ois Ugh, it stresses them out but i love not having a plan see i i like having something of a plan i i like having a guidelines like <laughs> yeah. a, a rough outline as like yeah, yeah. you know if i get stuck i can yeah. go to it yeah yeah it's like it's like a fail safe but if i don't get stuck then it's just like then you're going yeah yeah, yeah. Alrighty, so I'll close this one out. So you want to share your thoughts? Um, what do you think about development of your type through your life as, as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult? I, we didn't talk about older people. That would be another interesting one because my dad. Yeah, maybe that's another. Yeah, topic, that cause, would be because I can yeah. de- like I feel like, yes, there's the alpha, but there's also just like the old sages. It, like if you live long enough, you're going to get to alpha. Well, yes and no. I, well, I that's true. Think there's the opposite of that where like you, you spend get so much of your life doubling down on your saviors. Yeah. I So I'm just going to share this because I've actually <laughs> been itching to share this for a while. Yeah. So my mom and my brother, like, I love them both dearly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my mom, my guess is her type is F-E-N-I, mm-hmm. right? E-J. Mm-hmm. And my brother, N-E-T-I. And I'm just realizing like... That is, and my brother is 40 years old, 41, it was his birthday last week, and he lives at my mom's house, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I love him. He barely pays rent. He, like, <laughs> he can't even cover her mortgage, right? Yeah. And my mom's unemployed. Like, dude, get your shit together. But it's like your stereotypical EJ killing herself yeah. for the tribe. She needs yeah. the tribe to kill herself for. Yeah. And my brother being consumed, lead consumed, just like taking everything that he could take, right? Yeah. They are feeding off each other and feeding each other's saviors, like creating a space yeah. where they can just keep doing their saviors. Yeah. This is your stereotypical 
like Jewish mom and 30 year old living at home. <laughs> like there yeah. is a reason that that stereotype, stereotype exists. exists. Oh no. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and they've been just like doing their saviors and they're still doing their saviors. And like yeah. my dad yeah. was doing his saviors all the way until the, when he died, like, gosh, yeah, we might. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole nother thing. Cause so, you yeah. know what? Let me jot that. Idea yeah. Down. Jot that one down. Cause I feel like my dad is alpha AF. Like, oh, I bet got them all except yeah. for that he's definitely keyed towards his savior you know there's definitely a key well, yeah of course like a bias right like i can definitely see that but i mean yeah you Anyways, can oh you dad can... if you ever listen to this it's unbelievable <laughs> like what he's been through and to be as like healthy and balanced as he is 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 incredible and so i think that's part of the reason why he's so like he had to be alpha like he's just been through a, a ringer and yet and has come out the other end of that thing we definitely should talk yep. about this. Yep. Okay. Old people's next. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <'cause> sorry, Dad. <laughs> in my family, it's like just I think my sister down. and I are the only ones who are dealing with our demons. Mm. Everyone else in my family is just doubling down on their saviors. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. my sister okay. for for lead te, my sister has definitely done fi work. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. So and- anyway. <laughs> So if you have any thoughts, okay. dear listener. <laughs> yeah, we'd love so. to hear them. Yeah, we'd love to hear them. Uh, we, yeah, we've talked about a whole bunch. So, I mean, there's yeah, lots that you can key off of. Uh, <laughs> you can do so in the comments of the YouTube video for this for this podcast. There'll be a link in the podcast show notes. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, just comment in the, in the comment below. Yeah, we want to hear what you guys think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, let us know if you have any topics of interest, anything you'd love to hear us talk about, anybody you'd love to hear us type. Um, we're definitely open to suggestions. Uh, yeah. we'll t- we'll, we will be posting our upcoming episode topics and people who are typing in the OPS uh, study group. So if you're familiar with that Facebook group, let us know. That's kind of what we're using right now um, as we, we transition to see if we want to do our own group or, or something like that. So for now, OPS study group. Other than that, uh, please subscribe to this YouTube channel and the podcast. That helps. That helps our numbers. If you're actually a subscriber, that really helps. Yeah. Um, you, if you're listening to this through the podcast, uh, yes, yes, I don't that's think we have any reviews. We yeah, would- and actually, actually, that's a really good point for Savia because reviews is what bumps things up in iTunes. So yes, leave a review. Wow. Um, hopefully, a positive one. Also, like I actually don't <laughs> know. Like every now and then, someone on the on the group will mention that they listened to an episode. But like, yeah, we never know. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you do have like, hey guys, you, I think you're doing this well, but I think you could do this better. We want to hear that too. We want to make this a good podcast for you to exactly, you know? exactly. Yep, pop a review in on, on iTunes. That helps. That helps bump it up. Uh, other than that, thanks for listening to Objectively Typed with Evelyn and Versavia. And until next time, bye, bye.